Well, hello, Andre here. Welcome to yet another episode of The Daily. This is week three, day one of our brand new podcast series. I trust that if you're listening, you are kind of clued in to how The Daily works. We'll spend some time reading through a passage of scripture together. I'll share some thoughts and then we'll begin our day in prayer. Now, our hope here is through this exercise, through immersing ourselves in scripture and prayer, that we will increasingly grow to be a people who are centered in God's presence, His truth, and His peace in this time of unprecedented shaking, of uncertainty and unpredictability, that we will be a people that is resolute in hope, in faith, and in love. Well, um, a, a few weeks ago, um, Amy and I, we have a few uh, pots of plants in our home uh, with different herbs and different kind of stuff. I have like a rosemary plant, an orchid, uh, and then I have a mint plant. Uh, and so the mint plant, you know, we had it for a while. We use it to cook different dishes, make certain drinks and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we saw that it was struggling for, uh, for like, you know, for, for a while. And uh, I looked at it, and it looked like it was basically the leaves were, leaves were all withered. Uh, it looked really dried up and shriveled up. And then I turned to Amy and I said, you know what, this plant is hopeless. We should just chug it and get a new one. You know, I had very little emotional attachment to the plant. Uh, but Amy was very different. Amy was like, you know, I'm going to save it. And so she spent the next few weeks just caring for it, tending to it. She'll water it. She will look at it. I don't know whether she prayed for it. I'm not surprised if she did. Uh, but over three weeks, you know, the, the plant slowly began to uh, recover. If, if I could say that, you know, when it was given real tender, loving care. And now we have a mint plant that is uh, thriving. The leaves are way bigger than it was back then. And, you know, that is a lot to say about uh, Amy's uh, patience, her loving kindness, and my uh, impatience and just overall uh, emotional detachment when it comes to plants. Now, you can't use or can't share a plant story and not quote John 15, right? And this is a verse that we are all so familiar with. It's about abiding in the vine. And I think, man, you know, this passage of scripture is going to be such a key passage for all of us, even as most of us begin our first week being homebound, adhering to the social distancing measures, being uh, for the most part pretty isolated and are just cooped up, uh, spending a lot of time in the quiet. I think, man, what a time, what a moment, what a gift it is for us in many ways to have this space this time challenging as it is to just devote this space that we've been given this moment to abiding in God to discovering what this verse actually means to actually try to live it out now let me just read to you the text and I'm sure it's a really familiar text I'll read from verse uh, verse 5 it says this in John 15 it says I'm the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing that is god's word 
Now I love that, right? You know, it says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Now the word uh, for abide is the Greek word meno, and it means to remain, it means to stay, it means to not depart. And often when we talk about abiding, I think, you know, we, we, we talk about it in the sense of like, you know, stay put, do not leave. Uh, and we think of it more as a statement in reference to location. So we think of it in a sense of like you be, you coexist, you are present where God is present. And we think of abiding in a sense, in the sense of a being in a similar location. But if I'm reading the verse right, I think abiding is way, way deeper than just coexisting in the same location. The uh, Jesus, you know, he uses the language of the vine and the branches. And if the, if the branches is disconnected from the vine, it can do nothing. It cannot bear fruit. Now, just have that imagery in a hit, right, of the vine and the branches. Suppose the vine and branches are just two separate entities being in the same place, coexisting, uh, remaining together, abiding, so to speak, in that regard. Would any fruit be possible? No, surely not. The vine and the branch has to be connected. And in that connection, in that union, that is where fruit happens. And I think that is what Jesus is trying to say in that moment. It's not simply being where God is, but it is coming into this place of deep connection, union, intimacy with him that fruit happens. And I love it. It, it, He goes on to say that without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. If there's one line, if there's one thing we are to learn through this entire season that we're going through together, it is that line. Without him, without Christ, we can do nothing. We can plan, we can try to predict, we can hoard, we can rely on our skills and our ingenuity, but there comes to a point where we will realize that apart from him, we can do nothing. And we posture ourselves in humble surrender to a God who thinks, to a God who knows, to a God who moves in ways that go far beyond our comprehension. Now, there's this story, which is not too known, uh, but it's one of my favorite stories. And I'm sure we're all familiar with Neil Armstrong and Boss. Buzz Aldrin, the Apollo 11 mission, and uh, they were the first two human beings to make it on to the surface of the moon. Now, uh, Buzz Aldrin uh, was a, is a believer, and and he wanted to commemorate the landing of the moon, this historical landmark achievement of all of humanity, all of mankind. He wanted to commemorate that moment uh, with a spiritual act. And so he says this, he says that during those first hours on the moon before the planned eating and the rest periods, I, Buzz Aldrin, reached into my personal preference kit and pulled out the communion elements along with a 3x5 card on which I had written the words of Jesus. I'm the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, for you can do nothing without me. I then pour a timberful full of wine into a small chalice and waited for the wine to settle down as it swirled in the one-sixth earth gravity of the moon. And my comments to the world were inclusive. He, he said this, I would like to request a few moments of silence and to invite each person listening in wherever and whoever they may be to pause for a moment and contemplate the events of the few hours and to give thanks in his or 
her own way. And after he gave thanks, he partook of the elements and he prayed for the mission that was ahead of him. Now Aldrin, as he quoted the words of Jesus, uh, at the precipice of the pinnacle of human achievement in that day, he was in many ways saying that life Meaning, satisfaction was all a byproduct of being connected to Christ. It is His love, His power, and His grace flowing through us, healing the brokenness in our stories that gives meaning and satisfaction that all of us so desperately seek after. The life we long for is not something we can discover or invent or declare to be true, but the life that we long for is something that we receive and receive it by being connected, by abiding in the vine, by experiencing union with God. And that brings us to a place where we come to say that, hey, apart from God, I can do nothing. I can do nothing. And I wonder for your own life, even as we reflect and ponder on that verse in this moment, whether you have come to the same conclusion that Buzz Aldrin and many fathers of faith who have gone before us have come to uh, themselves that apart from God, we can do nothing. If there's one thing that this moment in time has brought to all of humanity, is that in many ways we have been humble. We have been humble to realize that there is a limitation to our ability to predict. There's a limitation to our ingenuity, there's a limitation to our ability to control outcomes. There are limitations. And as humanity, as human beings, we are in many ways limited. Tim Keller words it so well. He says this, human beings have very little real power over their lives. 95% of what sets the course of their lives is completely outside their control. This includes the century and place they are born in, who their parents and family are, their childhood environment, physical stature, genetically hardwired talents, and most of the circumstances that they find themselves in. In short, all we are and all we have is given to us by God. We are not infinite creators, but finite, dependent creatures. Now coming back to that verse in John 15 again. If there is anything that causes us to not want to abide or to not desire to slow down enough to experience union with God. It is that sense of pride. It is that sense of or that belief that we are able to make it in life. We can do things apart from God. And perhaps in this time of isolation, of having margin as we seek to abide in God, maybe in this moment, it's not so much an opportunity for us to regather, regroup and rebuild, so to speak. But perhaps in this time, in this moment, it is for us to be broken in many ways too, for our pride to be broken down, for our ideas, our plans to be broken down, and for us to be taken down to a place of deep humility. And perhaps that is the pathway for us to experience abiding, being with God, union with God. And in that, we will see fruit that remains. This is the promise of scripture. Now let's take a moment as we always do to just center our hearts, our minds on God's truth 
and His presence. Let's take a moment to let the words of Scripture sink into our heart, to move beyond our head, to move beyond just comprehension, but into a deep, profound experience. And I'd like to read that passage of Scripture over you, even as you spend some time in contemplation. And let the words, every single word of this passage, feel it move from your head into your heart and let this word sink in deep into your heart, into your spirit, even as you consider whether you have entertained these prideful ideals that we have talked about and allow the Spirit of God to surface some of these trust structures, some of these things you default to as pillars of support and strength and allow the Spirit of God in His grace, in His mercy, His kindness to tear these things down brick by brick and to build you up once again in love, in surrender and in trust. Let me read this passage over you once again. It says this in God's word. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit for you can do nothing without me. Let's spend some time in contemplation. Awesome. Thanks for doing that. Let me pray for you even as you begin your day. Father, in this moment, we acknowledge that we can do nothing apart from you. In spite of all that we have accomplished and acquired in life, God, we profess that we so desperately need you. And God, we pray even in these challenging times, even as we are facing this sheer amount of unpredictability, fear, anxiety in our hearts of the future, let this moment in time be a reminder that you are a God that far exceeds our human comprehension and our understanding. And God, as finite creatures, we profess our need for God who is infinite in wisdom and power. And God, we thank you for this, this outrageous privilege of being able to be in union with you, to, to be in you, to abide in you. God, we thank you for this great grace and invitation. And God, we ask even as we spend the next few weeks in isolation and quiet where we have all this margin and space, that we will respond to your invitation. God, as you beckon us, as you call us deeper, Lord, we, your people, say yes, and we would pursue you to know you in the deep. God, we thank you for this great grace, and we ask that you lead us by your grace and by your spirit in the days that are ahead of us. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. I hope you are blessed and that you will take uh, the time that you've been given uh, with all this margin that we have now at home and use it uh, wisely, but also use it to pursue God in the deep. He is beckoning. Let's respond to his invitation. We'll see you in the next episode. Grace and peace. 
Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.